0: Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+.
0: This podcast is sponsored by Blackout Coffee. Here's what I recommend. Start every day off with a great cup or two or three of American-made Blackout Coffee. Family owned premium coffee, fresh roasted and shipped out within 48 hours of roasting. Literally, it goes from the roaster to the package to your doorstep into your mug. Go to blackoutcoffee.com, promo code PDB for 20% off your first purchase. It's Friday. 16 February. Welcome to the PDB Afternoon Bulletin. I'm Mike Baker, your eyes and ears on the world stage. Let's get briefed. First, trouble is once again brewing in the Caucasus as Armenia accuses Azerbaijan of fomenting war in the region after a deadly clash at the border this week. Also, we'll discuss an important news alert out of Russia, where Alexei Navalny, the leading opposition leader to Vladimir Putin, reportedly died Friday while being held in an Arctic prison. But first, our afternoon spotlight. The threat of a wider conflict has returned to the Caucasus as Armenian Prime Minister Nikol Pashinyan accused Azerbaijan of planning a, quote, full-scale war against his country. Pashinyan issued the warning on Thursday following a skirmish on Armenia's border with Azerbaijan on Tuesday that left four Armenian soldiers dead. The historically rocky relations between the two countries had calmed in recent months following internationally-mediated peace talks. These talks began after Azerbaijan retook the Armenian-populated region of Nagorno-Karabakh in September in a lightning offensive that forced the exodus of more than 100,000 ethnic Armenians. The Nagorno-Karabakh region had been governed by ethnic Armenians since 1994 following a war. During the collapse of the Soviet Union. At a government meeting on Thursday, Pashinyan said, quote, Our analysis shows that Azerbaijan wants to launch military action in some parts of the border with the prospect of turning military escalation into a full scale war against Armenia. This intention can be read in all statements and actions of Azerbaijan. End quote. Now, Armenian officials are particularly concerned that Azerbaijan feeling empowered by the success of their lightning blitz, has plans to invade Armenian territory in order to create a land bridge to their enclave of Nakhchivan, which sits to the southwest of Armenia, according to a report from Saudi-owned Al-Arabiya News. Now, meanwhile, Azerbaijani President Ilham Aliyev accused Armenia of instigating conflict along the border, claiming that the Armenian government's territorial claims regarding the Nagorno-Karabakh region are driving the latest unrest. At an inauguration speech on Wednesday, the recently re-elected leader said, We have no territorial claims to Armenia, and they should give up their claims. Talking to us in the language of blackmail will cost them dearly. Since the chaos in September, both Armenia and Azerbaijan have indicated their desire for a peace treaty, but they remain at odds over a number of historically contentious issues. These include the precise demarcation line for their respective borders and competing claims over several small territorial enclaves, according to a report by Reuters. Internationally mediated peace talks have been ongoing since Azerbaijan's lightning offensive in September, but the talks have reportedly broken down in recent weeks as both sides accuse the other of undermining the efforts. On Tuesday, Armenia accused Azerbaijan of opening fire on their troops along the heavily militarized border killing four soldiers and injuring a fifth. Azerbaijan, however, said their actions were a direct response to an Armenian provocation on Monday that reportedly injured one of their soldiers. The deaths on Tuesday marked the first fatalities in the ongoing conflict since negotiations began back in September. All right, coming up after the break, we'll discuss the reported death of Alexei Navalny, the leading opposition leader to Vladimir Putin at an Arctic penal colony in Russia on Friday.
1: I'll be right back. Do you have a will or a trust? It can be scary to think about death, but not having a plan in place if something happens is far scarier. Thanks to trust and will, you don't have to navigate the complicated and confusing process of estate planning alone. They make it accessible, affordable, and way easier than you thought it could be. Trust and Will walks you through the whole process step by step. Each will or trust is state-specific, and you can customize it to your own needs, including guardianship, health preferences, power of attorney, and final arrangements. You'll have easy access and control of all your estate planning documents in one convenient place with bank-level encryption. And you'll reduce the burden on loved ones by helping them avoid complicated probate proceedings and family disagreements, all starting at just 199 Join hundreds of thousands of families and protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your state plan documents at trustandwill.com slash Mike.
2: That's trustandwill.com slash Mike. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. to granting you access to tax relief, and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit americafirsttaxgroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or americafirsttaxgroup.com slash Tucker.
0: Welcome back to the Afternoon Bulletin. We turn to Russia, where Alexei Navalny, Putin's chief critic and fiercest opponent, reportedly died on Friday after a walk at the Polar Wolf Arctic Penal Colony. The jailed opposition leader had long been targeted and persecuted by the Putin regime and was currently serving a three-decade prison sentence for his alleged dissident activity. That's according to a Reuters report. Prison officials said Friday that Navalny felt unwell after a walk and subsequently lost consciousness they claim attempts to resuscitate him failed he had been transferred to the polar wolf prison colony in december which sparked protests from his allies and supporters located above the arctic circle the polar wolf colony is considered to be one of the most brutal prisons in russia and that's saying quite a bit typically reserved for the country's most dangerous criminals due to its remote location the charges against Navalny were widely seen as punishment by Moscow for his criticism of the Putin regime and as a way to stifle any future political threats to Putin's leadership. The 47-year-old's death comes as Putin prepares for his re-election in March. It's really anybody's guess as to who's going to win that contest. No, I'm I'm kidding. It's going to be entirely a corrupt exercise with a guaranteed outcome in Putin's favor. Despite the elections being little more than a formality, though, Allies of Navalny's have been gearing up for an anti-Putin campaign. Navalny was the last opposition leader of prominence in Russia, providing a distant hope for young Russians that there could be an alternative to Putin in the future. Now, Navalny's wife Yulia said Friday she cannot be entirely sure that her husband is deceased as, quote, Putin and his government lie incessantly. She continued, but if this is true, I want Putin his entire entourage, Putin's friends, his government, to know that they will bear responsibility for what they did to our country, to my family, to my husband. She continued, this regime and Vladimir Putin must bear personal responsibility for all the terrible things they've been doing to my country. End quote. Navalny, optimistic and unflappable really in his opposition to Putin, has long had a target on his back for his criticisms. In August of 2020, He nearly died after ingesting a Novichok agent slipped into a cup of tea before a flight in Siberia. An investigation by CNN and the group Bellingcat pinned the poisoning on the Russian Security Service, or the FSB. The investigation found an FSB toxins team had followed Navalny on and off during his travels for more than three years and were responsible for slipping the nerve agent into the tea. Despite the attempt, and his senior allies living in exile abroad, Navalny refused to abandon Russia, returning after treatment in Germany for the poisoning. When he returned to Russia in January of 2021, he was promptly arrested and has been moved around the Russian prison system ever since. Allies of Navalny's have been concerned about the state of his health in recent months. In early December, he reportedly got ill in his cell, passed out, and had to be hooked up to an IV. They say he was being deprived of food and kept in an isolated cell without proper ventilation. Tributes to Navalny poured in from Western leaders on Friday, who praised his courage and slammed Putin for the brutal treatment of his leading opponent. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said, quote, His death in a Russian prison and the fixation and fear of one man only underscores the weakness and rot at the heart of the system that Putin has built. Russia is responsible for this, end quote. Leonid Volkov, Navalny's chief of staff, said they still had no way to confirm his death But said the initial statement from Russian prison services was tantamount to a murder confession. Volkov said, If this is true, then it's not Navalny died, but Putin killed Navalny. Now, Navalny isn't the first enemy of Putin to suffer a not so mysterious death at the hands of the Putin regime. Yevgeny Prigozhin, Alexander Lifonenko, and a host of others would attest to that, I mean, if they were alive. And as long as Putin remains in charge, you can guarantee Navalny won't be the last. And that, my friends, is the PDB Afternoon Bulletin for Friday, 16 February. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me at pdb at thefirsttv.com. I'm Mike Baker, and I'll be back on Monday. Until then, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool. Hey everyone, Mike Baker here. I tell you what, let's talk phones, or rather, let's talk phone bills. Yeah, that's exciting, isn't it? I know, but let me give you a tip. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, well, you're overpaying for wireless. But there is a solution. PureTalk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of the big names. Now, that's a savings for the average family of almost $1,000 a year. And when you switch to PureTalk today, you'll get a Samsung 5G phone for free. That's right, I said free. No four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a Samsung phone built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and top-tier data security. The qualifying plans start at just $35 a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com baker to claim your free brand-new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Go to puretalk.com slash baker to make the smart switch over to the cell phone company that I count on to save money. Pure Talk.